You're listening to Latinas Rise podcast with me, your host, Christine Milano Sosa, who will provide you, dear Latina, with a go-to platform for improving the quality of your life through personal development. If you are ready to welcome joy, abundance, and prosperity into your life, girl, you are in the right place and you're definitely listening to the right podcast. Follow along on Instagram at Latinas Rise for updates on upcoming podcast episodes, daily inspiration, and resources that will actually help you get to where you're going. Life is short and you only live once. YOLO! So what are you waiting for? Your journey starts now. Episode 3, Imposter Syndrome what it is, the impact it has, and the cure to crushing it. According to Wikipedia, imposter syndrome, also known as imposter phenomenon, imposterism, fraud syndrome, or the imposter experience, is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments, and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. I want to say that self-doubt is absolutely normal. Even if you are a super confident person, we are still human, which means even the most acclaimed individuals will still experience imposter syndrome every so often. There will always be someone who you think is prettier, smarter, more fit, and seemingly more successful than you. What you need to get and like really, really understand is that you are perfect just the way you are. You are beautiful just the way you are. You are good enough just the way you are. I know, I know some of you are like, yeah, right. And you go right into pinpointing all of your flaws. First, understand that no one is more critical of you than you, especially if you are a perfectionist or someone who aspires to be the best version of yourself. If you are anything like me, you entertain self-sabotaging thoughts from time to time. You might think things like, I need to lose weight before I can feel comfortable taking selfies again, or I am not going to speak because I am not articulate or I am not smart enough, or I don't have enough credentials, or whatever your self-sabotaging thoughts are, let me stop you right there. The only person you should ever compare yourself to is you. And this is why. When you compare yourself to someone else, it is a slippery and oftentimes dangerous slope. When you compare yourself to someone else, you are not taking into account or consideration the whole picture. You have no idea what another person has gone through in life, what adversities he or she has had to overcome. You don't know if her big, beautiful house is about to go into foreclosure or if the perfect couple is on the verge of getting a divorce or if that woman you think is so gorgeous has suffered from body image issues her whole life. 
You do not know another person's trials and tribulations. Most of the time when we compare, we are making a judgment based on some and not all of the information. I remember when I had my beautiful candy shop, Coco Levu, and from time to time, a customer would make an awkward and inappropriate comment like, must be nice to have money, or you definitely did not do this on your own. I know someone funded this dream of yours. There was no shortage of audacity. But what these dumbasses did not take into account was the three years I worked out of my studio apartment building my clientele from the ground up, or the fact that the only reason I had enough cash flow to invest in a brick and mortar business was because I had lost my father tragically and inherited his hard-earned retirement money, or the countless hours I was putting into the business seven days a week. My point in sharing this is that we have no idea sometimes what someone else's journey has been. We see the success and not all that it took to achieve it. When it comes to getting grounded and avoiding imposter syndrome, here's the best news. You are a unique soul. There is no one in the world like you. Only you can be you and give the world the gifts you were meant to give to others. I will repeat, you are good enough. Believe it because it's true. Instead of comparing yourself, shift your focus and instead ask yourself the following questions. What do I really like about myself? What do others admire about me? What are some of the things I am most proud of? What do I do well? And what do I want to be better at? Asking yourself these kinds of questions keeps the focus on you. You do not have control over the rest of the world, but you certainly have control over your life, the decisions you make, and ultimately the the life you design for yourself. There is only one cure to crushing imposter syndrome, and that is to put yourself out there despite your fear and insecurities. Who gives a fuck what other people think? Imagine a world without Oprah, Tony Robbins, J-Lo, Joel Olstein, Shakira, or anyone else out there who you love watching and listening to. They were not born the rock stars they are today. They took a chance on their dreams, on what they believed in, and the world is a better place because of it. Do not rob the world of what you have to offer. Everyone has to start somewhere. And the only way to overcome your self-doubt and feelings of inadequacy is to take a chance on yourself. Trust yourself and be patient with the process of building. Have you ever met someone or know someone who is unexpectedly successful and you are like, that person makes how much money? That person is dating who? That person has what? You're shocked because every so often someone outside of what you think is perfect or good enough 
supersedes your expectations of what you think that person should accomplish. The only difference between that person and you is that they have enough self-confidence to go after what they want. Look at Cardi B. I am sure many, many people doubted what she could accomplish when she was first starting out. Whether you like her or not is totally besides the point. There is no denying that Cardi B is confident in who she is. She is not confused. She does not allow herself to be intimidated by society or haters in any way. She continues to hustle and grind, be authentically herself, and build her empire. And please, don't make the mistake of feeling like you are late to the party. Sure, some people get married in their 20s. Some of these same people also get divorced in their 40s. Someone could be homeless in their youth and become a millionaire in their adulthood. Life is a series of peaks and valleys. Don't make the mistake of comparing someone else's peak to your valley. Tomorrow, the tables could be easily turned. There is a popular quote that goes, self-esteem is a self-fulfilling prophecy. It means that how we think about ourselves is a direct result of what we tell ourselves. So what are you telling yourself? If you are constantly on social media, secretly envying what your peers are doing or creating, then you need to stop scrolling because when you see someone who has more than you, you are telling yourself that you are not good enough. You have not accomplished enough. You are not worthy enough. This affects your self-esteem, whether you realize it or not. Yes, comparison is a way to evaluate yourself. However, when you are putting yourself down as a result, then it becomes unhealthy. It puts unnecessary pressure on you to be someone you think you need to be. And life is hard enough without the negative impact of comparing yourself to others. If you are going to scroll and compare then you need to learn how to mitigate the negative effects and amplify the good. If not, mental health can be seriously compromised as a result. The categories that most people tend to compare themselves in are appearance, relationships, wealth, achievements, and goals. If you are a competitive person, then it is understandable that comparing yourself would be a way in which you measure your results against the results of others. However, you need to understand that when it comes to online appearances, most people have carefully edited, cropped, and filtered the account of their lives. In the end, it means that you are comparing yourself against a non-reality, which can lead to envy, depression, and overall feelings of inadequacy. Your measure yardstick should always be yourself. Positive comparison should only be used as a driving force to move yourself forward. It is not fair for you to compare your beginning to someone else's middle. I love it when I hear about someone who wants to become a blogger, for example, and they pull up the blog of their favorite blogger and start comparing themselves to that other blogger. 
It's like, are you nuts? That person started blogging 10 years ago. (laughs) There is no way you're going to achieve in a month what it took that person to build over a decade. It's comparing apples to oranges. Now, what would be helpful is to study what that person does, observe patterns, maybe find ways to to possibly connect, and instead consider that person to be a professional mentor. They are an example of what you want to create. They are showing you that it is a good idea and that it is possible. But by any means, do not compare their success to your beginning. You would be setting yourself up for failure before you ever even begin. Remember that when starting out, everyone starts at zero. Instead, compare your own progress by monitoring your your key performance metrics. Ask yourself, am I doing better than I was six months ago, a year ago? Have I identified what I need to put in place in order to grow and get better? You know, this can be tough for people who want what they want right now. Let me be the one to tell you that it just doesn't work like that. The people who win in life understand that it's a long game. This applies to dating, investing, a healthy lifestyle, creating generational wealth, having healthy friendships and relationships, growing a profitable business. Do not be sold on overnight success stories or the get rich schemes. They are exactly that, schemes. Remember that the grass is not always greener on the other side. Assume that you know nothing about the other side. You know yourself. You know what you are capable of. You know what you have accomplished. You know everything you have had to overcome in your life to get to where you are in life at this very moment. Be proud of all of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between because it has made you who you are. Learn from your mistakes and build upon your successes. Successful people are people who learn from their mistakes and setbacks and then quickly implement the adjustments. Fill your life with as as much purpose as possible so that you are focused always on what really matters and on the things that make a difference in your life and in the lives of others. Be bigger than your perceived problems rise above them. Do a little every day to move the needle on what you still hope to achieve in your own life because it adds up over time. When you are so focused on your own life, it will leave you with little or no time to compare yourself to others. Or better yet, it will bring you to a place where you no longer compare yourself negatively against others. My strongest advice is to be grateful for all that you have accomplished. Count your blessings and do not lose sight of who you are. It is critical that you nourish the relationships in your life that see you for who you really are. Stay true to your values and beliefs. 
This will aid you in developing a stable sense of self. It will help you cultivate your identity and self-esteem so that when you do encounter others who seemingly have their life together more than you do, you will think twice about judging or being hard on yourself. If you have a moment, read my blog post called How High Self-Worth Sets the Foundation for a Good Life. Stay focused on all the good you have going for yourself. Become hyper-focused on your goals. You know, it takes the same amount of energy to compare and despair as it does to put in the work of building yourself up. Work every day on becoming the best version of yourself. And at the end of the day, determine that the best version of yourself is good enough. Many people recommend daily affirmations as a way to build self-confidence. I personally do not resonate with affirmations. Just like meditation, I, I simply don't enjoy it and have decided that it is not for me. But that does not mean that it is not for you. If you have practiced daily affirmations before and you feel it works for you, then absolutely do it. And if you haven't tried it, at the very least, be open to giving that option a try. Whatever you do, don't self-negotiate your value. You are worthy, have always been worthy, and will always be worthy. And for all the mommies out there, when it comes to your children, do not ever compare them to other children. Make a habit of not comparing your children and their behavior to other children. By comparing them, you instill deeply rooted insecurities in them and that will taint them in their journey in life. Give them the gift of high self-worth. It's not fair to compare them to other children who have entirely different strengths and weaknesses. I know, trust me, I know, it might feel like the right thing to do in the moment, but it is not. Your children need to know that they are worthy. They need to know that they are good enough just the way they are. When you want them to correct or improve their behavior, instead share examples of what good behavior looks like without mentioning other children. When you want your children to improve their grades, share with them what happens when good grades are achieved. Teach your children to compare their performance to their previous performance. Love your children just the way they are, and they will learn to do the same. So stop getting in your own way. Don't let imposter syndrome be your dream killer. Don't let it stop you from showing up and giving the world what you have to offer. Focus on you, girl, on all of your talents, on all of your dreams. Focus on the things that you want to learn and get better at. Even if you don't have a college degree, you have real life experience, which is way more important in my opinion. Never let anyone dull your sparkle, kill the magic that you have inside of you, or stop you from being the best you you can be. My good read recommendation for episode three is a book that started me on my self-improvement journey almost 20 years ago. It's one of my favorite books to this day. 
It's called The Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield. The Celestine Prophecy is an easy, engaging read about a quest for knowledge and wisdom. A man journeys to Peru and discovers the meaning of life through nine insights, which are invaluable to living a spiritually enriched and evolved life on earth. This book taught me about people's energy, and it taught me that when dating, you should never look for someone to complete you. Instead, you should be a whole person who seeks another whole person. A relationship comprised of two whole people will have a much better shot at being healthy and sustainable in comparison to a relationship comprised of two individuals looking to someone else to make up for their shortcomings. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. If you enjoy listening, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Follow along on Instagram at Latinas Rise. If you have a question about information in one of my podcast episodes or about anything that's on my site, please send me a DM and let me know. I'm here to support and uplift you in any way possible. Subscribe on our website at latinarise.com so we can stay in touch. And tell your friends, don't keep it a secret. You can tune in here to hear a new episode every Friday at 8 a.m. Dear Latina, I am wishing you much joy, abundance, and prosperity until we connect again. Ciao!